0: Hello, everybody, and welcome into another episode of the Royal Strong and True Podcast. We are very excited to be with you this week. Um, I don't really know what else Justin says during this because I'm just recording it. Yeah, I uh, never
1: paid attention to that.
0: Yeah, uh, anyway, Justin is not here. It's me and Dan. Yes, today. It is. Yep, we're about to say this again in like 45 seconds. Yes. So we're just giving you a little preview, you know? Yeah, um, on today's show, how about, should we do that? Let's, on today's show. Let's do that. Uh, we got some housekeeping. Yes. Proper football. The best. best. We have American football, y'all. And unfortunately, BYU men's basketball. Unfortunately. We're contractually obligated to talk about it. Yes. If we don't, we get suspended. We get pay cuts, uh, fines, all of the above. All of the above. Yeah, I don't know. What else should we say? Should we get into it? Let's boo! Tigers. But that field judge on the far side is in their pocket, man. Go over here now! Yeah. Back yeah. <laughs> to Let's go wild. Let's man. go. Baby. Let's go. <laughs> We're at a waterfall, dude. Whoa. Whoa. He put his butt down here. Go, 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 Shut, down. Shut down. and welcome back hello hello how goes it governor top of the morning to you jolly good jolly good (laughs) (laughs) oh welcome back everybody to the royal strong and true podcast the best podcast on the airwaves without a doubt without a doubt Uh, Yeah, so uh, me and Dan are here with you today. Mm -hmm. This is a different week. I feel like we haven't had this combination in a while. I know. It's it's a rare occurrence. Uh, And a good one to be sure. Justin uh, is unfortunately traveling to Texas Yes. uh, for who knows what. I I don't even know. I don't know either. (laughs) Something. Uh, Anyway, yeah, so we're here with you and uh, let's get things kicked off, shall we? Let's shall.
1: First things first... I want each and every one of you individually, by yourself, to find an extension cord. Now, extension cords are very important.
0: For what purpose? For housekeeping. Ah, yes. (laughs) This is your classic housekeeping item. Of course. We're using one right now, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Sponsored by Extension Cords. Yeah, that's, that's why I said it was important. <laughs> um, I think the first big news out of the gate here. Yes. Ted Lasso, season three, is coming out. Everyone, the wait has been too long, but coming this March 15th, Ted Lasso is back. Do you believe? I believe. Are you like a goldfish? <laughs> you have a goldfish. Yeah. I'm very excited for this. Very very excited. We'll have to do a, a... Is it coming out one episode at a time? I feel like it, that's what I, it happened I last week, know. right? Yeah. Or not last week, Let's last see. time? Let's
1: see. Let me try and
0: dissect the wording a little bit here. Okie dokie. Um, we know that... Uh, well, if you haven't done it already, you need to go watch season one and two because this is one of the greatest shows mankind has ever created. College yeah. football coach... For Wichita State <laughs> uh, goes to England to coach a purple football team obviously has no idea what he's doing on the X's and O's part of things yes uh, but is one of the greatest human beings of all time and the show is incredible uh, I remember the first time we watched the show I showed you guys like the first episode and then we <laughs> stayed up all night and watched every single episode yes.
1: we could not tear our eyes away from this show I think for me, I, I usually forget about this, but one of the reasons I like it so much is that it's very positive and, like, uplifting. Yes. Which I feel like is rare for TV shows. Um, some people might say, you know, it's got some language here or there, you know, some <laughs> other dialogue that is not appropriate for some circumstances. Okay. But overall, it's a very positive show that I think... You know, makes me feel good and happy about the world, and it's something that the world needs more of. So,
0: Absolutely. Recommend it. 100% recommend. It is probably the most uplifting TV show since the animated Book of Mormon videos. Oh, there That you came go. out back in the early 2000s. <laughs> Those are great. <laughs> um, also, in terms
1: of uh, media programming. Media. Yes. There's a new Marvel film.
0: Yes. That is out. And Exquisite Cinema. Jared saw it, I believe. Yes. What are your thoughts? Uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. Quantumania. I will give people a chance to see it yet, because okay. I got mad last time for talking about Spider-Man, uh, or people got mad at me for talking about Spider-Man after, like, three days. Okay. Apparently, that's something that people get mad about. Yes. Um, so I will spoiler give... situation? Yes, yes. So, I'll give people a little more time on this. The best, this is what I'll say, and I'll leave it at this. It was the best Star Wars movie since Rogue One. (laughs) The best
1: Star Wars movie since Rogue One. Yes, that's all I'll say.
0: It was very good. Very
1: interesting summary.
0: (laughs) Star Um, Wars. Yeah, anyway, uh, another item of Media is a new video game came out. A while ago, actually. I think it was before last episode. But mm-hmm. we're mentioning on this one because that's what we do. Uh, Hogwarts a Legacy has come out. Um, Hogwarts Legacy, it's 150 years or something before the events of the Harry Potter trilogy mm. or Harry Potter series. Um, apparently, it's really, really, really good. I don't know if you've heard anything about it. I kind of want mm. to play it just for the story. Just yeah. to see what it's about. I don't know.
1: Yeah. I've seen like a few clips of the gameplay. It looks very cool. Very Harry Potter, very fun. Everything about Harry Potter that we love is in it from my limited sample size. Okay. And if I had a video game console, I would probably use it to play this game, but I unfortunately do not. Ooh. So. Problem. I'll have to work around that in some way. Try and play it without a video game console.
0: Now that will be an interesting <laughs> task. We'll need updates on that one. <laughs> I'll let you know. Uh, yeah, so for our listeners out there, it is approved by the Royal Strong True Podcast. Yep. Whose only experience is... It's <laughs> unanimous. TikToks. <in. laughs> but I, I did hear that you okay. start as a fifth year. Per source, fifth So year. there's no... Learning how to do magic and stuff. You come oh. in already knowing how to do the unforgivable curses and everything. Oh, the
1: unforgivable! Yeah. So if
0: that's your cup of tea, as they would say, go they, for it. They would certainly say that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm excited though. Apparently, J.K. Rowling was not involved in the story writing. Okay. Um. So I I I'm interested to see where it goes. Uh, yep. We'll give you updates as we hear more on Twitter. Yes. And if one of us actually ends up getting the game. We will be your foremost sources on this game, <laughs> as we
1: have been so far. Yes. All right. Finally, um, All-Star Weekend happened in Utah. Mm. That's because the Jazz are in Utah. So it's, it's an option Okay. to be in Utah. And the Jazz have been going a little ham in the trade market with our boy Danny Ainge. Yes. We talked about the Russell Westbrook trade a few episodes ago. Yes, we did. There's an update. An update? Yes. This sounds big. So, if I remember correctly, we traded a couple of players in a three-way trade with Minnesota and the Lakers. Yes. And we got back from that trade a the Lakers first-round pick.
0: That's pretty good because the Lakers are bad this year. Yes.
1: They, They say it's protected. I'm not sure exactly what that means. I think if it's like a top four or something pick, then we don't get it uh, or something like that.
0: Okay.
1: And we got Russell Westbrook. Westbrook. Which some say that sweetens the deal. Some say that, <laughs> that sours the deal. As a wizard supporter, I would say, avoid Russell Westbrook on oh, your team. <laughs> okay. Noted. <laughs> I think we've had a large enough sample size to know that that's the best option. Okay. So, we traded for Russell Westbrook. People were like, what's going to happen? Is he going to play for Utah? Especially since he has been very critical of the Jazz fan base. Mm-hmm. That is a nugget to add. In terms of things like racism or you know abuse, heck- heckling from the fans, stuff like that. Not good. He doesn't like Utah. And so it was very funny that he got traded. Here. Yes. <laughs> but the update is, that it took a long time to introduce... We are buying out his contract, and he is signing with the Clippers. Oh. Yeah. Okay, so he's not coming here. Nope. <laughs> we are, I think the Jazz are buying him out, so they're paying millions of dollars to him so that he doesn't have to play for us. And then, yeah, at the end of the day, we get that pick from the Lakers, and that's the trade that... So we just got a pick then. We got another first round pick that Danny Ainge is stashing. I hope we could do <laughs> something good
0: with it. Could we like combine our first round picks and like look? We have six first rounds. Could we get a <laughs> ten spot bump?
1: I mean, <laughs> probably not officially. But if a team is willing to do that trade with us, mm. there's there's no saying.
0: The market what we is open. Do the bank is open?
1: When Banyama?
0: When Banyama? We're coming for you. <laughs> um, this is what I'll say about this. As I noted in the episode that we introduced this topic, I was going from apathy to uh, actively rooting against the Jazz. Mm -hmm. I am now back to apathy. I am now back to I don't care about the team as long as Kelly Olenai is on it (laughs) and the colors are highlighter colors. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's my two cents. That's we've already talked enough about the NBA. I think that's yeah, that's a long time. Um, last thing I will say. Oh,
1: yes. the Jazz surprisingly have an All Star starter on their team mm? after trading away Gobert and Mitchell. Who? It's the Finnish guy, Larry Markkanen. Larry Markkanen or something? Markkanen? I don't know.
0: Markkanen. He's, he's, cool. he's
1: good. He's very good. The harkenins
0: Is that yeah? Like like in Dune? Yeah,
1: I think he's related to
0: them. Oh, probably. Okay, that's sick. <laughs> Okay. I, th- I'm still apathetic, but that's cool. Good for him. Yeah. And good for the Jazz. Exactly. Also good that it came to Salt Lake. Like, that's got to be some boost, right? With all, of, like, the fancy people coming here yeah, and spending billions so. of dollars. Maybe some some economic benefits. Yeah. Let's see the trickle-down effect, right? That's what they call yep. it. Down to um, fails. us, obviously. To in our own pockets. True podcast. Our bank accounts are <laughs> anticipating Uh, Anyway, shall we move along? Let's shall. What shall we move along to, Daniel? It's time
1: for proper
0: football. (laughs) Wow, that was quite the proper. Thank you. I had it loaded up like Draco Malfoy. (laughs) Uh, Yes, I'm excited for proper football. We have a lot of proper football news today. Yeah, it's ramping up a bit here. It is. Uh, First item of business, the US men's national team. Remember how last time we were waiting for this team to qualify and hoping they did qualify for the World Cup? Yeah, and how the time before that, they (laughs) didn't qualify at all. (laughs) We have officially qualified for the 2026 World Cup! Isn't it a bit early for a qualification process? Yes, I don't think the processes have even started yet. Ah. But because we are hosting the Mm -hmm. World Cup, we get an auto bid. Yes. We have won
1: the auto bid. Little known fact. The hosts automatically qualify for the World
0: Cup that they are hosting. Uh, And it means, which is weird but true, that Canada and Mexico also qualify because Mm -hmm. it will be hosted in the three countries. um, Which is really interesting because usually it's just one team that gets an auto bid. Now there's three. I wonder how that will affect the rest of the world. Uh, Like, will CONCACAF get lefts entrance because us three are in CONCACAF? Or mm. I, I just don't know how that's going to work. So it's it, It'll be interesting to see, but at the end of the day, we are in the World Cup,
1: so yes. at least we have a chance. We made it. This is something that was a large cause of celebration last World Cup cycle, that moment where you officially qualified. Oh, yes. Well, we're off to an early
0: start here. Good. The golden yes. generation, they're just doing things differently, right? Yeah, they're breaking records <laughs> left and right. Amazing. Uh, on the women's side of things... They're playing in the She Believes Cup as we speak. Well, yes. not as we speak, but yes. they're there as we speak. Currently, it, it's it's ongoing. It is ongoing. I'll say. Very good. Uh, jolly good. Uh, they beat Canada 2-0 and Japan. Mm-hmm. Thy country. Japan. 1-0. Uh, and then they play Brazil on Wednesday. These aren't like the 6-0 victories we're used to. Mm-hmm. Um, how are we feeling about this team as the World Cup... Is approaching in end of July.
1: I feel like this team is getting good results. Yes, which is all that matters at the end of the day. But on the field, I think they're underperforming a little. Mm. Now their coach has been experimenting a little bit with the lineups, especially in the midfield, because the Women's World Cup is next year in Australia and New Zealand. So he's trying to, you know, make his last testing things and trying to figure out what. The best thing to do is at that World Cup. So there are some experimental methods going on in these games. But that being said, I think we still should be playing better. Um, We are ranked number one in the world still. That's not bad. Yeah. it's, It's pretty standard for the U.S. women's team. Yes. But we recently, you know, kind of end of last year, we took some losses to... Spain, Germany, England, and we've had, you know, these closer games with other good teams. So I think we have room for improvement for sure. Our player pool is as good as ever, as, you know, my sources say. Um, So we'll just have to hope that they can improve. And even if they don't, if they keep getting the results, then, you know, can't complain too much.
0: Right? At the end of the day, winning is winning. Exactly. (laughs) That's all we need. Um, Yeah, I'm not used to seeing this close of scores, but... Like you said, winning is winning. We'll see what happens when the World Cup comes around.
1: Yeah, and historically, the women's team has tended to schedule friendlies against teams like Kazakhstan Mm. or, I don't know, um, Venezuela or something. Now, Canada and Japan and Brazil, actually, they're all top 20 teams in the world. So, She Believes Cup usually has some stiffer competition. Which is one reason why these games are closer, but you know, hopefully they can learn from them and improve and see a bit wider margins going forward.
0: Yes, absolutely. And shout out to Ashley Hatch, mm-hmm. who's on the team, BYU product. Uh, she's been in both games. She hasn't scored, but she's played like she's 20 played. or so minutes, so that's good. Um, shout out to her. It's good. Now,
1: right now she's the backup center forward okay. in these camps. Okay. Our overall first string center forward has been out with an ACL.
0: Ooh.
1: Katerina Mercario. Ooh, Mercario. Very good. Yeah, one of the world's best. <laughs> she's planning to be back for the World Cup. Okay. Which puts Ashley Hatch's position in a little bit of jeopardy. Oh. So I'm not saying she won't make it. Okay. But I'm okay. saying she's not a guarantee either. Gotcha. Because so,
0: you have Alex Morgan that also plays yes, that position, Yes, Alex right? Morgan,
1: who I don't think is even better than Hatch, but you know she has the name, she has a reputation.
0: There's no way you're going to be an old-storied player. Yeah.
1: So, I mean, yeah, like I said, I'm not saying she won't qualify, but those of you who are listening to this proper football update hopefully have a little bit of a better idea of her and her situation, and hopefully you can root her on and help push her to make that roster spot.
0: Yes, if she were to score in Wednesday's match against Brazil, yes. that would certainly help her case.
1: Yeah, that's the biggest thing she needs to do as a striker is score
0: goals. Score goals. Pretty easy, right? The goal's so big, Yeah, it can't be that hard. Easy, easy as it sounds, I would say. <laughs> um, On to our next item of proper football. Now, right. this is one that I was getting very excited for this weekend. As I was... Uh, Doing some research, I was reading some articles, hmm. signing up for certain TV packages, okay, or app, uh, app login things. Yep, certain uh, accounts, certain passes. Yes, certain passes. Streaming passes. Major League Soccer begins this week. This week already, it's game week. It is game yep. week. Um, yes, they. This is very interesting. Apple TV basically bought. U.S. soccer, Um, Mm -hmm. the MLS, all of the matches will be on Apple TV+. Um, There will be six free games a week. Opening week, all the games are free. Yeah. But there will be six free games a week. No blackouts. No blackouts. At NBA. Yep. Um, (laughs) And then if you pay, like, what is it? Like seventy bucks for the season or something.
1: Yeah, if you already have Apple TV Plus, you can just pay that 70 dollar add-on to yes. get every single MLS game and you know, past games, all sorts of content. Oh yes. Lots of good stuff.
0: So I, I'm excited to see how it goes because this is a brand new broadcasting partner. I have not mm-hmm. seen a single game broadcast on Apple TV Plus that was done by Apple. Yeah. So I'm very excited to see what the production is like, if it's going to be kind of like Prime Video's Thursday Night Football, which I've really enjoyed.
1: Yeah, they've um, done a good
0: job. I, I'm excited to see this, and I'm even more excited for the season. I feel like this MLS season, it's it's been ramping up the last couple of years, and I think this is going to be another step forward. Yeah,
1: I think for me right now, I'm probably the most bullish I've been on Real Salt Lake
0: wow. going into any season that's a big statement and
1: that has a lot to do with the new ownership ryan smith and david blitzer who owns a bunch of soccer teams in like every european country okay as well as the 76ers and oh wow some hockey team i can't remember but yeah these owners are investing much more than the old owner was because he you know not saying much <laughs> that old owner was kind of trash but Yeah, this offseason, they made a couple of big signings, and so our team should be better than it has been for the last while.
0: I'm very excited about that. Mm -hmm. It's been a while since we—I remember last year, we were, like, somehow good for the first half of the season. Like, (laughs) we were not supposed to be good, but we were, like, top of the West. Yeah, we had a really good start. And then it kind of trailed off towards the end. Yeah,
1: it kind of caught up to us, Yeah,
0: I'd say. This year, we have the new kit that will be powering us. The beehive kit—it was, it's amazing. I can't. That's
1: beautiful, yeah.
0: <laughs> if you haven't looked it up, go look it up. It is gorgeous. The beehive
1: state kit—it's yeah, it's like a nice gold color, paying mm-hmm. homage to their old victory gold uniforms. Yeah. They would call them. It has a little, like hexagonal honeycomb pattern subtly mm-hmm. across the shirt. Um, yeah, it's just a great color scheme, and it's really nice that it's so characteristic characteristic of the state of utah and that they really tried to you know bring out utah and all the good things it has to offer and it i feel like it represents us pretty well
0: absolutely uh i've been wanting to buy one like very much i'm not like the biggest jersey guy because they're so expensive i love yeah. jerseys but I, I don't usually buy them um i i think i might want to buy one I, I know I'm, I'm very close to <laughs> buying one as well um how about this as a transition Okay, if I were to buy a jersey or any one of our listeners, Ooh. who would be the players that we should buy jerseys of? What are I, Dan? Everybody, uh, this is a PSA. Okay, Dan is now active on Twitter. That's true. <laughs> Dan has been going ham with the RSL content. Uh, so go give him a follow. What is it at Daniel Bradford underscore? That's it at Daniel Bradford underscore. Um, go follow him. But Dan, give us our little RSL preview.
1: Hmm. Okay. Probably the first player you would want to buy a jersey of is Damir Krylak.
0: Okay. I recognize the name. You know the name. Yes.
1: He's Croatian. Ooh. Um, he's been with this team for several years. I don't remember the exact year he came. But he's been with us through thick and thin. Mostly thick. I don't know which one's <laughs> good and which one's bad. But... He's been with us with some of our kind of down years with our previous owner. Okay. Um, he joined Real Salt Lake 2018. Okay. Um, and another thing about him is... Well, he scores lots of goals for us, which is obviously... That's great. Huge bonus. <laughs> but everyone... All the media people, everyone that sort of club staff, they say he is the nicest player that Arsenal has, has ever had.
0: As in the kindest?
1: Yes, the kindest. He's okay. always trying to you know get to know people, see how they are. Last year, he bought out like a whole corner of the stadium and get, just gave those tickets to kids every week Yo! on Krylak's corner. That's awesome. So he's a great guy on and off the field. I would probably go for him number one. Okay, Krylak, uh, midfielder it says? Yep. Okay, kind of a midfielder. He's he's also very versatile. He could play
0: midfield or forward for us. Okay, are yes. there are there any other big names, uh, big acquisitions, perhaps mm. that um, that we have had over the last couple of weeks or months leading into the season? Anybody that we should keep our eye out as a uh, maybe an under the radar star that has high potential? That is a very good question.
1: So probably right now our best player is Jefferson Saverino, Okay. So also,
0: I recognize the name. He's yeah. been around for a while, right?
1: So we had him when he was like a teenager. Okay. Um, yeah, and then we he transferred to Brazil to play over there, and then he came back. Gotcha. Last year, kind of in the middle of last year. Okay. Um, but he's probably our best player. Very skilled. He's a he's also a forward. And then this off season, this may have been what you were alluding to, we, we had a club record signing. Record. So,
0: That's a good word to get yes. out there.
1: Um, in, in soccer, you don't just trade for people. You can just go out and buy players. And this player <laughs> is we spent the most money on than any other player in the past. Wow. It's 20-year-old forward Carlos Andres Gomez. Carlos Andres From Gomez. Colombia. Colombia, okay. He's supposed to be good, obviously. He's <laughs> young, and we've spent... A lot of money getting him. We invested a lot to bring him here, so they must rate him highly in the front office. So I would expect big things from him.
0: Okay, I'm liking this. I'm liking the way this sounds. There's a lot of good things to say. A lot about uh, a lot of good things to say about a lot of our players. Yes, and I guess last thing about the team, I'll say
1: our midfield is very solid and very deep. Okay, should help us.
0: I, I feel like I remember last year us saying something about how we did not have that. Yeah, <laughs> we did not have depth last season. Um, and it
1: showed when we kind of tanked in the second half of the season, even after our
0: great start. I feel like in the second half of the season, the story was the same every week. Is like RSL was up 1-0 with 20 minutes ah, to go and lost yeah. 2-1. That was so infuriating. But <laughs> but we're back is what you're yeah. saying.
1: Get ready for the season starting this Saturday. It's an away game, but here we go.
0: All right. Uh, yes, at 8.30 p.m. on what is that? Is that Saturday, 25th? Saturday. Saturday. Uh, we play Vancouver free on Apple TV this weekend. Yep. Anyone can just go on Apple TV website and watch it. Yes, which is awesome. I love yeah. that. Um, obviously, I think there's one more free game um, in March. And yeah. then the rest of them will be you have to have the season pass to watch until August is the next free game. Yeah. Because they just rotate. And I think they'll be
1: adding some more. They haven't announced all of the okay. free ones. But, yeah, some will be with that Season Pass subscription. Some will be for just Apple
0: TV Plus subscribers. And some will be for anyone okay. anywhere. Uh, we'll definitely keep you updated on that. Yeah. For sure. Um, maybe as a whole, is are there some sort of projection uh, for how RSL, how good they're supposed to be this year? Um, obviously we started amazing last year. We definitely exceeded expectations in that way. Um, but this year, the big off season signings, uh, I feel like we're, we, we got some glue guys, a new kit, um, invested or more investment from the ownership. Are we looking at possibly some sort of playoff run? What, what are the expectations? Mm. Uh, what is the projection for this squad in 2023?
1: So Real Salt Lake, it seems like every year the sort of league wide pundits criminally underrate them. <laughs> they have them going, you know, thirteenth or fourteenth in the West basically every year. Of course. Which of course. never happens, but they, they do it year right, after year. Right. This year it's a lot higher. They're their probably average is I wanna say like eighth maybe in okay. the West, kind of right in the middle. A range from, like, 5th to 11th. And that's okay, so, right?
0: Because seven teams make the postseason from each yeah, conference, correct?
1: Yes. You need to be top seven to make the playoffs.
0: So that's good. That's okay.
1: Yeah. It's it's better overall from the league-wide perception standpoint. I still think they're going to be even better than that. I could see them being you know, easily a top five team in the West. Probably that's not cool. one or two. Okay. Maybe not three, but I could see them overachieving again this year, especially... Because they started investing a lot more in the
0: roster. That is exactly what we'd like to hear. And the National Pundits are a good like background channel to just check up on, you know, get a third-party source. Very Um, rough estimate. But Dan, obviously, is the proper football specialist here on the Royal Strong and True Podcast, so you must believe every word that comes out of his mouth. Yeah, and I'm not biased either. No, completely unbiased. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yes, I'm very excited Um this season I I think I'm going to do it. You going to do it? I think I'm going to lay down the 80 bucks whatever to get season pass. Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to get one of the mini packs this year. Um, oh yeah. The if if you're a, if you go to their website, they haven't had they don't have the plan up yet, but they do have this college soccer plan where if you're mm-hmm. a college student in Utah, you can get like you can buy a month's worth of home games.
1: Yeah, you can um, get really cheap tickets.
0: Yeah. So I think I'm going to do it this year. Last year I said I was going to, didn't end up doing it. I think this year I'm actually going to do it.
1: Yeah. We've got to go to some games. We do. It's a great environment.
0: It is. It is. I love that they have the section on the one end zone. All right, you call the end zone. Yeah, I don't know. South goal. Yes, the South goal with all the fans with the banners and yeah. the smoke and the banging drums. drums.
1: Like maybe some trumpets. <laughs>
0: it's very fun. Yes, I'm. I'm very excited about this. Um, yes. Dan, you have some thoughts on their uh, environment. Yeah, where does it rank? Um, I would say that it's the on a
1: good day, probably just on average. Okay. It's the best professional sports environment in the state. Wow and the second best overall in the state besides BYU football.
0: Not biased of course yeah
1: <laughs> those RSL home guy- games are very fun especially if we score a goal the crowd gets into it oh. they sing the anthem <laughs> everyone's standing up cheering it's yeah Is- it's, it's a little different from a football game or a basketball game yes especially if you're coming from a student section to one of these (laughs) professional soccer games but it's very fun and I highly recommend each of you to go try it out this year.
0: I think we're going to have to do it. We're going to have to do it and we'll come back and we'll report. Oh yeah. Uh, After our game we'll be like alright, that is officially the best pro sports environment in the state of Utah. We need some sort of study. Yes. That's what it would be. We can write it off on our taxes or something. Yeah. It was part of a scholarly study. It's a study. We can get government funding maybe. (laughs) I remember we went to a game A while ago. A while ago. Me, you, yeah. and and our boy Zach. Yes. And we played what was it, Toronto? Was this is in high school. This is in high yeah, school. Toronto FC. And it was Michael Bradley and Josie Altador. If you know yes. those names around <laughs> Toronto. And it was a nil-nil tie, but it was electric. I know. <laughs> Nick Armando saved a penalty. Oh. And yeah, it was insane. We were going crazy. Yeah. So I I am whole I am bought in after this segment. I'm officially bought in to Real Salt Lake and we'll bring Real you Salt Lake. all the updates starting next week that's crazy I, I know it starts early I'm so excited <laughs> um, anything else about purple football before we move on nope just go check it out everyone
1: if you haven't been it's a very I think underrated sports experience in Utah
0: yes 100% agree uh, let's move on to uh, American football yeehaw yeehaw Um, first as sort of a side note, I just put this in, uh, this happened like early last week, like right after we recorded the podcast, but I had to mention it now, Ohio state canceled the 2024, 2025 home and home series, uh, with Washington. Okay. Why? Why are my teams always doing this? BYU's canceling series with P5 teams left and right. And I get it. We're in the big 12, right? But Ohio state canceling with Washington. Hmm. I, I don't know. I, I feel like all of my teams are scaredy cats. <laughs> like, BYU basketball refuses to schedule anybody in the post. Like, yeah. besides the tournament, like, we Utah don't. Utah State. We don't me. play Utah State anymore. Like, and we don't play UM in football either, which, come on, you can do it once at least a, a little bit. I know. Um, I don't know. I'm just kind of mad. I, I'm sick of my teams. Like, oh, we're not gonna, like, we're better than this. We don't have to go to Washington, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> so, I don't know. I've got a theory. Yes. This is a leak, a leak by
1: Ohio, Ohio State. Washington is joining the Big Ten.
0: Oh! <laughs> so they're
1: canceling that because they'll be in the same conference during those
0: seasons. Yo, I did not even think about that. <laughs> Let's go. Okay, in that case, I'm 100 yes. okay with that. <laughs> that that's
1: the only case where that would be okay.
0: Yes. I. Damn. What a, an an
1: insight. And I don't even need to say. That's bad for
0: Utah. That's why he brought it up. <laughs> Could you imagine if they look... Pac-12 would be done. They're already yeah, done. They're zone, already but they done, be... but they'd be more done. More done. But they'd zone. be well done. <laughs> uh, if that is true, that would be amazing. Um, as of right now, this is their 2024 non-con schedule. Okay. Western Michigan at home <laughs> and Southern Miss at home. Oh, boy. <laughs> Some big names. And then 2025... They get Texas at home. Okay, yeah, that's a game respectable, and UConn at home. <laughs> and there's two bowl eligible uh, teams right there. Fair, yeah. Once well, actually, the blue moon? wait, did Texas go to a bowl? They went to a bowl this year. I feel like they did. Yeah. <laughs> of course, that's the one we ask about, not UConn. I know. <laughs> anyway, I just had to get that out there. Thank you, Dan, for that insight. I now feel so much better. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I'm very excited now to see what happens of the Pac-12 moving <laughs> I, forward. Uh, I have no sources telling me this, except for
1: my own desires. So, <laughs> so stamp of approval. Yeah, Trusted. <laughs> you no, <know> it's good. <laughs> and in other terms of American football, um, there's a new football league kicking off. Oh. You wow. thought you were done once the Super Bowl ended, but nope. Nope. The XFL is officially one week in.
0: Oh, baby. What? And, no, 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 no. I was just going to say. <laughs> what did
1: you think of the opening weekend and those games?
0: I was actually very excited about it. I watched all the games. Not all of all the games, but I at least tuned in for a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Um, the Renegades game was awesome. Tomasi Laulile. Yeah. From BYU. Pick six. Big boy. Pick six. It won the game that for them eventually. Um, the new Renegades uniforms are dope. Yes. The baby blue and the There's black. Some good kids. Um, and then Sunday night, my team Seattle Sea Dragons against Dan's DC Defenders. Oof. probably the game of the weekend. Super exciting. Came down to the last play, basically. All time moment in American sports history happened. So in DC, apparently, I mean, maybe you can speak to this. It is a tradition to make beer snakes. Yeah, uh, with beer cups. It's happened before. It has happened before. Security came, like stadium security, and took away the beer snake. Mm-hmm. And the fans basically rioted. <laughs> the sea dragons were backed up into the standing room only section where this beer snake was. Wow. All these guys, black, super drunk, right? Going oh, really? crazy. And it was like third and 25 or something. And the fans started rioting get, like, chanting for their beer snake back, and they started throwing lemons <laughs> onto the field. Lemons. I Apparently, there was some vendor selling, like, martinis with lemons in it, and everybody okay. had one. Of course. So they're just yeeting these lemons down. The refs had to clear the players off the field so that, <laughs> for player safety reasons. Yeah, these lemons coming in hot. And the... It was, like, all-time crazy moment, and the announcers literally said this on air, and I just want this to be written into the into the eons. They yes. said, the fans are chanting, give us our beer snake back and we'll stop throwing lemons. <laughs> just, It was one of those moments where I'm the one watching the game, I'm laughing, everybody else in the room just is like, wait, what? What did they just say? Yeah. The next play after that, they come back onto the field, fans are super riled up, it's super loud, and freaking... Ben DiNucci of the Sea Dragons (laughs) throws a pick six into the end zone of the fans. And it was like somebody hit a hole-in-one on the 16th at the Waste Management. People were throwing beers in the air. It was like they just won the World Cup. It was insane. So, all that to say, the the XFL is off to a great start. The XFL is fun. Very fun. Unlike the No Fun League. No. Um... One thing I will say as well, the access you get, like player interviews on the sideline and coach mm. interviews on the sideline during the yes. game, awesome. And the reviews, the reviews the review dude. Access you get, you hear what the Dean Blandino, the refs guy, the booth guy, is saying in every game. Like it is so cool to hear how they decipher. Like okay, I've got this. We need another angle to confirm that his toe is down. Like this. It's so cool. I would highly recommend watching. Um, even if it's just as kind of a background thing, because it's football in a whole nother light that you've never seen before.
1: Yeah. We're not going to have other football for a while Yes. now. So might as well throw this on and have some fun.
0: Yeah. There's some BYU players going. Yep. Um, I guess we need to, uh, read a, Justin, uh, is a storied Brahma fan. He's been oh, a fan yeah. for their whole franchise life. Of life. Long. Oh Yeah. <laughs> Yes, lifelong, but we, <laughs> which life? <laughs> we don't know. That's um the question. Anyways, anyway, uh, he wanted us to read this. Yes. Um, he said, "Oh XFL, how I love you and how I hate you so." My beautiful San Antonio Brahmas were looking like the Indian god of creation. Okay. That they, they've been. That they, we don't know what a Brahma is. It's either the Indian god of creation or a chicken. Yeah, or cow also. Or or a cow. Um, Heinz Ward and his crew were making the Battlehawks battle, battle galk at their skill. Uh, with less than two minutes in the game, they're up 15-3. to three. That's a pretty good lead, I would say, right? Yeah, 15-3. And then they did what every team I follow does. Choke harder than a five-year-old kid doing the cinnamon challenge. Oh. No. I am disgusted. They allowed a touchdown, a three-point conversion, which, electric. Yeah, yeah. XFL only. Yep. A 4th and 15 onsides kick conversion, also XFL only. Yeah, can you explain that right now? So instead of going for an onsides kick and you do the whole bouncy ball, mm-hmm. you have a 4th and 15 from your own 25-yard line. Mm. And if you convert it, then you just keep going. Keep driving. Yeah. And if not, then the other team just gets the ball it's just a on the 25. Okay. So it's very high risk, but also much higher reward than kicking it sides. Yeah. Um, Anyway, Justin says, and then another touchdown as time expired to lose 18-15. I am just beside myself. Why me, sports gods? Why me? Love you. We're a strong, true nation. Thank you, Justin. Thank you, Justin. Uh, But yeah, his Brahma's lost. My Sea Dragons lost to Dan. Uh, My Defenders. The Defenders. Dope helmets, by the way. Oh, yep. Uh, Ben DiNucci, he looked great at some (laughs) times and absolutely horrific at others. Yes. Play calling was suspect at best. (laughs) Um, Yeah, we threw a pick six, obviously, that kind of lost us the game. And also, we had the ball on the two-yard line with like 30 seconds left, Mm -hmm. and our quarterback fumbled the ball. On Ooh. some weird A-Rod trick play that you <laughs> getting too cute with it. You hate to see that. Yeah. So, uh, congrats, Daniel. Well played. Good game. Thank you.
1: My defenders are undefeated still. 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 Even after one game. So, <laughs> let's keep it going.
0: All right. I think that's it for football. Then. Not yes. much else happened, right?
1: Finally, the elephant in the room, if you're a BYU sports fan these days. It's men's basketball. Which... As much as you might try to forget, are in the middle of a season still. <laughs> and to start things off, I have a stat. Ooh, stat of the day. It is a streak of twos, Ooh. or maybe a two by two, if if Wendy's keeps doing their shrinkflation.
0: Ah, yes.
1: Um, BYU has <laughs> lost two games in one week, for two weeks
0: in a row. Oh no, it's streak of twos. That's almost as bad as a two by two. A number two streak in your pants. Oof, that is very true. I don't know which <laughs> I'd rather have. <laughs> Uh, yeah, brutal, brutal week this week. Um, I don't know how else to put it. We lost to Santa Clara by 7 at home. It was worse than that. We were down 20 at one point. Yep. Um, at bad. home. At home. At home in the Marriott Center. In the Marriott. Um, and then we lost at St. Mary's by 6 after getting it within 2 points uh, with 4 minutes left. Mm-hmm. Um, incredible comeback to even get it within 2. But we did what we always do. And forgot to play basketball in the final three and a half minutes.
1: Yep, very true. Uh,
0: I I don't know what to say here, Dan. I don't know if you have any thoughts about this. Um,
1: I don't know. I feel like this is similar to what happened last week where we lost a game we should have won. Yes. And then we almost won a game we should have lost. But after everything was said and done, we lost that game too. Mm-hmm. So we just lost both times. And I feel like that's a pretty good synopsis of our WCC campaign this season. We lose games we should not lose, and we almost win games we should lose, but we don't win them.
0: So just a bunch of losses. Yeah, just a lot of losses, basically. Um, We are guaranteed a losing record in the WCC conference Mm -hmm. for our first time ever. That's the kind of streak we like to carry on into the Big 12, Yeah, a good way to go out. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, so the best we can finish is like seven and nine. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, I remember back, what was it? It was like three weeks ago. And we, me and you and Justin were talking with my dad, Kevin. And he posed us a question. Will BYU finish 500 in WCC? Yeah. And he gave us an over-under of, what was it? I, it was like over-under 500 or something to the that effect. Yep. And my dad and Justin took the over. Mm-hmm. or better, right? Like 500 yeah, or better.
1: 500 or
0: better. And me and you took the under. Unfortunately, we were right. Yes. <laughs> I remember right after that, BYU won two games at home by like 20 points apiece, And I was like, oh my gosh, we can do this. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> yeah, I
1: thought the same thing. <laughs> I was like, we're actually improving from these tough losses. But it was short-lived because we went here and did it again did it again. And we'll probably finish 7 and 9, 6 and 10. Yes, in the WCC. Unprecedented.
0: Unprecedented for sure. Um I would like to pose a question to you. Yes. Uh and I and I will refer I will contextualize it with this, with some stats. Okay. BYU is currently shooting 45% on average. Okay. They're holding their opponent to forty three percent. Okay, we are shooting thirty three point five percent from three. Our okay. opponents are shooting thirty four point seven, so it's pretty similar. Yeah, we are out rebounding our opponents on average by five point two. We are out nice. assisting our opponents on average by two point four.
1: Hmm.
0: We are out stealing, out blocking, and outscoring our opponents as well. We are five on average, scoring five point two points more than our opponents. And yet, we are sixteen and fourteen on the season, and six and nine, nice in the <laughs> WCC conference. Are we better than our record, or are we what our record says we are?
1: Um, I remember seeing a stat. This is a, a Greg Rebel gem, if Ooh. I've ever seen one. Of course, it was <laughs> something about like a luck index Ooh. for BYU basketball. I don't <laughs> know if you've seen that. I, I think that did pop up. It's like out of 350 odd teams in this luck rating, we're something like 345th. So <laughs> that means we play well a lot of the time, but we don't win games despite that.
0: That sounds very...
1: Which I feel like that's pretty accurate. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Um, but yeah, I would still say that we are no better than our record says we are. We can be better. Mm-hmm. We have flashes of being better, but we also have flashes of being much worse, yes. which we've seen a lot these past couple of weeks. So I think, um, yeah, we're we're not great. <laughs> that's fair to say, um, but modest. there's going to be a lot to build off. I'll okay. say that.
0: Okay. Uh, that's probably the most positive way that we could look at this.
1: Yeah. We suck, but... It's okay to be bad sometimes.
0: Yes. It's, it happens. Right? That's life. Right. We might get a higher draft pick this next offseason. Right. Who yep. knows? Um, I'm with you. I think we are exactly what our record says we are. I think the luck index thing, that's very indicative of what our team is. Yeah. Like, yeah, we're good. We just can't finish games. And I think if we hadn't have lost so many games against St. Mary's, Gonzaga, um, you name it. Uh, South Dakota yeah. Santa UVU. Clara, UVU. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, if we hadn't have lost those games in those kinds of fashions where we just absolutely collapse, I would say absolutely we're better than our record. Yeah. But because we can't finish, like, the game is 40 minutes long. You can't play 37 or 35 minutes and expect to win. Yeah. And that's exactly what we've done.
1: Yeah. And it's interesting that we have played our best games against probably our toughest teams. True. And I, I still don't really know what that means. But we we can be competitive with you know top twenty five teams in the country, but kind of like you said, we're missing one thing and that's closing out games. I feel like we don't have the experience we need to do that. So, yeah, we'll need we'll need to work on that. I think hopefully we've learned from this season and next year we'll have a
0: tough time. So yes, even more learning. <laughs> uh, yeah, prepare Cougar Nation for another year much like this one. Hopefully, it won't be as painful because we're not losing to Santa Clara and LMU and Pepperdine. (laughs) Yeah. Instead, we're losing to, like, Texas Tech and Houston, Kansas. Caleb Lohner. Caleb Lohner (laughs) back in the Marriott Center. (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, Yeah. I don't know. I'm excited for next year because we've been competitive both at home and on the road. Like... I think the St. Mary's and Gonzaga games on the road showed us that we are a better team than we think we are. Like, we're a better team than the team that loses to Pepperdine and Santa Clara by 10 and mm-hmm. LMU by 35, right? Oof. Like, we are a better team than that. We may not be a good team, <laughs> but we can compete with the best. And if yes. we can do that in the Big 12, right? Like, obviously, it's going to be different because we're going to need to bring it every single night. And yeah. that's going to we're going to run out of gas faster. Um, but it gives me hope that next year will be at least entertaining and competitive, especially at home. So I'm not completely out on BYU basketball yet. Now, Mark Pope, hmm. that is another question. Yes. I don't know if we want to fully dive into this now or wait until the season is over.
1: Yeah, let's let's have a, a nice round table of this. In the yes, off season.
0: Yes, that that will be. Because it's,
1: it's an important issue.
0: It is, and and I think there there is something serious to be said there. Um, finally, on the men's basketball side, um, I would like to ask you another question. Yeah. Is there any redemption possible for this team? Obviously, we could, hypothetically speaking, win a national championship. Mm-hmm. It is not like college football where it's there's possible. no chance, right? Yes. We could win the WCC tournament and we, we could win March We Panther. control
1: our destiny. <laughs> yes. Which is kind of cool.
0: <laughs> if we don't lose, we will win the national championship. Okay. Simple as that. Simple as that, right? Yeah. Um. More realistically speaking. <laughs> right. Could we win the WCC tourney? And would that redeem this season? Would a win mm. over St. Mary's or Gonzaga, if we were to make it that far, <laughs> yeah. um, in the WCC tourney, would that redeem this season? Would a WCC tourney bid redeem the season? Or like a win in the tournament? Like, is there any redemption left on the table for this team? Or is it completely mailed in? There's nothing left to play for. So, for me, it depends on
1: what you mean by redeem this team, okay, because personally, and I think we talked about this before the season. I was not sort of emotionally anticipating in um like an at large bid to mm-hmm. the tourney or you know a top eight seat or something, and I remember something maybe. I don't know if this was on the record or not, but something about Mark Pope saying, like, we're going to have a hard time this year, but wait till next year. We'll be good. <laughs>
0: I remember something yes. know, along those lines. Yes.
1: So to me, the season actually has not been as much of a disappointment as it would be in normal circumstances. Okay. But I think they can redeem themselves, meaning it can be viewed as you know, a positive season. If they win the WCC and earn the auto bid to the Big Dance.
0: I am 100% with you, Dan. Yeah. I, a win over St. Mary's or Gonzaga would be great. Yes. Oh, like It would be like, oh, hey, we finally did it.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, of course, I wouldn't like turn it down. Like,
0: Yes, yeah, absolutely.
1: I would want them to beat one of those teams.
0: Yes. But overall speaking, winning the WCC tournament, that is the one thing that would change the outlook on the season.
1: Yeah, especially since we've been in close games with those two teams mm-hmm. both times. Yes. And we lost all four. <laughs> so winning one would be like, nice, we should have won this one anyways two weeks ago. That, so, might, have been, that might be painful, actually. Yeah, yeah that's a good <laughs> <So> point. <laughs> winning one would not you know improve my mood very much. But if we won both
0: and made the dance, I would be very happy. That would be incredible. Yes. Like, I'm not going to talk myself into it because I'm getting a big smile on my face know, right now. I Just thinking
1: about it. My my brain is telling me that we've been close with those teams <laughs> both times. It's possible. I don't really want
0: to give my brain that kind of freedom. <laughs> Lock it down, Dan. Lock yeah. it down. <laughs> um, <laughs> kind of like what Justin said on an earlier pod. If we were only playing those two, we'd stand a chance. But oh, yeah. The fact that we're – dude, we're probably going to have to play on Thursday. Like, we're probably going to have to play in the opening – Night of the WCC tournament and then play on Friday, Saturday, and then get to Monday. I, it, that's going to be rough.
1: I... Yeah, we've, we've got more games than we're accustomed to mm-hmm.
0: in this funky tournament. Hey, we'll be warm, right? No rust. Yes.
1: Rust, not rest. <laughs> or wait, how's it go? Yeah, I think that's it. Is right. that it?
0: Because it's rust versus rest, right? Is like the classic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you want the we, we
1: won't be rusty nor rested.
0: Yes. Which we'll is... will just
1: be fresh, you know? Fresh. Like, we'll be up to date. I don't really
0: know how to describe it. We'll, we'll be fresh like the lemons thrown onto the pitch. Exactly. At Audi Field.
1: <laughs> fresh like the XFL.
0: Um, yeah. Anyway, so that starts in, what is it, two weeks? Mm-hmm. Um, right? Yeah, not this week, but is it... That? I think it's immediately the week after. Yeah, the next week. Because the championship game is on the 6th. So... Ooh. Uh, I guess we have that to look forward, look forward to. Um, question mark. <laughs> yeah, I don't know <laughs> if you would say that. In, in some ways, we're looking forward to it. Yes. You know, chronologically. <laughs> we, we sure aren't looking back to it. Nope. That's for sure. <laughs> we're, we're
1: not. Exactly. <laughs> uh, I think that about wraps it up for us. Shorter yeah. episode today. Yeah, just a nice little update.
0: Yeah. Hope uh, you enjoyed it. Do you have any, any parting thoughts for us, Daniel?
1: Uh, my parting thoughts are... As always, thank you for listening.
0: Goodbye now. (laughs)